Welcome to the Learning Scientist Podcast, a podcast for teachers, students, and parents about evidence-based practice and learning. The Learning Scientist Podcast is funded by the Wellcome Trust. I'm Dr. Megan Samaraki, and this is a bite-sized research episode of the Learning Scientist Podcast, where we briefly describe research findings on a specific topic. Earlier in this month, we talked about elaborative interrogation more generally. And so during this episode, I want to talk about a specific paper on elaborative interrogation with middle school students. And this paper was written by Vera Wolshin and Denise Stockley and was published in Applied Cognitive Psychology in 1995. Basically, what they found is that elaborative interrogation helped middle schoolers learn science facts. The learning was durable and produced long-term learning. And elaborative interrogation worked well for students who are working with a partner and working independently. But let's dig into the research. Sixth and seventh grade students learned a number of science facts. And what's cool about this paper is that they were learning facts that were both consistent and inconsistent with their prior knowledge. For example, the larger an animal is, the more oxygen it needs to live, or that milkweed pods are a fruit. These facts are probably not surprising to the students and are pretty similar to what they've learned in the past. They also learned science facts that were inconsistent or seemed to be inconsistent with what they'd learned in the past. For example, the sun is made up of every color, including blue and violet, and that not all plants have roots. These are somewhat inconsistent with what the students have learned in the past and might be surprising to the students. And so in this research, the um, authors were looking to see how different learning strategies affected the students' ability to learn both these consistent facts and inconsistent facts. In the study, the students worked either independently or in pairs. And then within this, they had three different learning conditions. So some of the students used elaborative interrogation, and they were instructed to answer the question, why is this fact true? And they were able to use their class materials to help answer this question. So they weren't actually generating their own question in this case. They were just using the same question over and over again. Why is this fact true? But then importantly, they were trying to find the answer to this question for each of the facts. Some of the students were able to select their own study strategy for learning, and they were just told to study these facts in whatever way they think will help them learn best. And they were even told to think back to other times they had to learn information and to use the strategies that has have worked for them in the past. And then finally, a third group of students read the information for understanding. And so they were just reading the information out loud and told to really try to understand and remember these facts. So we have six different conditions here because we have students working independently or in pairs and then three different learning conditions. So some of the students used elaborative interrogation on their own, and some of them used elaborative interrogation with a partner. Some of the students selected their own study strategy on their own, and other students selected their own study strategy with a partner. And then finally, some students read the information for understanding on their own, and some of the students read the information for understanding with a partner. And then learning was assessed both immediately after learning and 60 days after learning to see whether or not the learning was durable. And what the researchers found first was that learning in pairs or learning independently didn't matter. 
So the students who had a partner learned just as much as the students who were working independently. Then when we look specifically at the different learning conditions, students who used elaborative interrogation or asking why are these facts true learned more compared to students who read for understanding and the students who selected their own study strategy. So elaborative interrogation produced the most learning. And this was true for both facts that were consistent with prior knowledge and facts that were inconsistent with prior knowledge. And the really cool thing about this paper is that the learning was durable. So 60 days later, the students who used elaborative interrogation still performed best. And what I think is, is important to note too is that the students who picked their own learning strategy didn't actually learn any more than the students who were just reading for understanding. And this just shows that students aren't particularly good at picking learning strategies that are effective instructing the students to learn in ways that they've found to be useful in the past is no better than just telling them read this and try to understand at least in this study with sixth and seventh graders and then one other important aspect of this research is that the quality of the answers to the why questions seem to matter so the students learn best when they produced an adequate response to the why question and this this makes sense if they can understand why the fact is true then they're more likely to have learned and understood this fact. But what's also really interesting is that producing an inadequate response was still better than no response at all in this case. So even when students didn't answer the question, why is this fact true, in an adequate way or a way that really shows they understood it, doing that was still better than providing no response to the question at all. And then finally, studying in pairs didn't actually lead to more adequate responses than studying independently. So this research research just shows us that elaborative interrogation can work really well at helping students understand and learn science facts, and it can even help students learn things that are inconsistent with their prior knowledge or inconsistent with the things that they already believe. Students can use elaborative interrogation in pairs or they can use it on their own. For these students, it didn't matter. While these researchers found that elaborative interrogation helped sixth and seventh grade students learn science facts even when they had a hard time producing an adequate answer to the why question, so answering why is this fact true. Other research has found that elaborative interrogation might not be the best strategy when students don't have strong background knowledge. In other words, if students are having a really hard time coming up with answers to the questions, elaborative interrogation might not be the best strategy, and there could be other strategies that would work better. So teachers should keep an eye on the answers that students are producing to the why questions to make sure that students are able to answer the why questions at least most of the time. And the teacher may need to adjust and even have the students do other strategies first before using elaborative interrogation. So far, we've covered retrieval practice, space practice, and elaborative interrogation. And over the next three months, we'll be talking about interleaving, concrete examples, and dual coding. And if you like our podcast, please head over to iTunes to rate and review us and subscribe to the podcast. Doing this helps others like you find our podcast so they can learn about the science of learning too. The Learning Scientist Podcast is funded by The Wellcome Trust.